Welcome to Dietitian Boss. I'm Libby Rothschild, your host and fellow dietitian. I'm a coach to my fellow female colleagues all around the world. I help you get leads and turn prospective clients into paying customers using online marketing and social media strategies that focus on sales. Hello and welcome. I'm here today with Delina Soto, M-A-R-D-L-D-N, founder and bilingual registered dietitian and nutritiously yours based in Philadelphia. Delina received her bachelor's in nutritional science from Penn State University and completed her master's in dietetic internship at Emeculita, how do I say Emeculata. that? Emeculata. <laughs> University. Throughout her career, Delina has worked in the community of Philadelphia as one of the only Spanish-speaking RDs helping clients ditch diets and eat healthy. Through Instagram, she has been able to expand and reach Latinas all over the world, and she has helped them ditch the diets and practice body acceptance. Hello, and welcome to today's episode. Hi. <laughs> So happy to have you. Did I leave out anything from that bio? No, that 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 was a great bio. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm so I'm so happy to have you here today and talk to you, uh, talk with you, and inspire the listeners as to you know what you represent, how you got to where you are today, and um, I just love everything about your message and your journey. So for those of you listening, Delina is a past client of mine, and she has completely like taking over Instagram with her own flavor. And I can't wait for her to share with you her um, marketing process. So can you first start out by telling us your nutrition philosophy? Yes. So I believe that all foods fit, especially coming from a different culture, right? That's not just the American diet. I feel like all culture foods uh, fit into what we're eating and there shouldn't be any shame or guilt behind eating food. And so I like to incorporate that in my counseling and just help everyone feel more comfortable or specifically help Latinas feel more comfortable about just eating and you know, spending time with the family and friends without that guilt. And how did you come to that philosophy? Is that something that was shaped with working with Latinas or is that something that's always been ingrained? So for sure, my whole life has been, you know, or my whole career, I should say, has been geared towards um, working with the Latino community, especially here in Philadelphia. Um, once I graduated and became an RD, so many opportunities kind of fell on my lap just because there was a need for Spanish-speaking RDs. And so I've always had this like sense that I really needed to get out there and help as many as I could in my community just because there wasn't enough nutrition information that was, you know, culturally, I would say, accepting. Um, when it came to, you know, giving out nutrition information, a lot of the times our cultural foods were left out. And so I've been able to, you know, work in Philadelphia and do a lot of work around that, making sure that, you know, we can still keep our culture, even if we are dealing with certain disease states. And then working with you, <laughs> um, that really helped me kind of like niche down I was so afraid of like niching down on Instagram because I thought that I wasn't going to help enough people that people were just going to like shy away from following me or like listening to me because I was only speaking to Latinas. But I think that I didn't realize just how 
much it was needed. I mean, I get messages every single day of Latinas thanking me for, you know, being on Instagram and sharing this information because they can relate to me um, and because they've never really seen anyone that looks like them sharing this kind of information. And how does that feel to like be a leader in your space and get those messages knowing you're making that impact? It feels amazing. <laughs> it feels like a lot to take on. I, I really, really am so grateful that I'm able to, you know, to reach so many Latinas right now and spread this message of body positivity and acceptance and just living without food guilt. And it just, it, it feels amazing, but it also is a little scary, not going to lie. <laughs> it's a lot of responsibility, I feel like. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is a lot of responsibility and, you know, with being scared comes growth, right? So mm -hmm. with discomfort comes opportunities, uh, yeah. absolutely. And uh, it is difficult to take it all in, but it's, you are also a leader in the space. And I think that's great that you're creating a community for the type of person you're marketing towards. And then it's in alignment with what, you know, you find valuable to give back. Yes, for sure. Can you talk a little bit about how you approach goals in your business and in life so we can get a little bit behind the scenes of deliveries? <laughs> so every month I try to set up a goal or two and I work towards that. I think working with you definitely helped me kind of like set those goals and kind of try to like chip away at it every day a little bit more. So it's helped me. It's crazy how once you like write down your goals and like set a plan for it, just how they can like come to life. I won't say that it's like easily comes to life, but like you're working towards it and you see the progress and then they happen and you're like, holy crap, like I did that. <laughs> so let's break for the listeners who aren't setting goals. Cause I think that goal setting is completely undervalued. Mm -hmm. I you maybe give an example of a goal that you've, whether you've reached it or not, just maybe something tangible for, for listeners to understand and kind of bring the context. Yeah. So I think one of the goals that I had primarily working with you was kind of like organizing my life, organizing like Instagram, right? Because prior to working with you, I would just post you know, not have any rhyme or reason behind it. And then I would wonder like, why am I not getting clients? But now Instagram is more of like a tool to reach, you know, my ideal clients. So I'm planning ahead. So, you know, I usually have two weeks of, of posts ahead of time. I can't say that I like, you know, write every caption ahead of time. I usually write it like the day of with what's going on in my life and try to make it like obviously very, you know, to what's going on that day, right? So that it connects more with people, but at least I have the picture or I have the idea ready. So I'm not scrambling around. And that, that's been one of my goals from the beginning, like planning ahead. Um, I do do things on the fly. Sometimes, you know, something happens that you wanna post about it and that's obviously perfectly great. But if you just have some sort of like plan, it definitely does help. And that's definitely been one of the biggest goals that, that has helped me. And it's definitely taken me to where I am right now. That's fantastic. So what has, just for, for those listening, what Delina is saying as a recap is that before she used to, you know, post on the fly, now she's getting content to help her market what she's doing weeks ahead. 
that is a tremendous, huge accomplishment because if, when you're using Instagram as a tool to have what's called the marketing assets available and in the queue means that you can work like a machine and you can really like get processes in place. Um, so, and also it's not just about planning ahead. It's about planning intentional content that creates mm -hmm. impact ahead. That's aligned with not only Delina's philosophy, but also like what problems she's solving and how she's relating to the Latin women she's relating to. So with that being said, walk us through a little bit about that process. So would you be comfortable talking about just the concept of delegating a little bit with your posts and how you're crafting that message and then the second part of that would be what's the outcome of that? Is it sales? Is it leads? Yeah. So I think that what I've been able to do is like, I've been able to, if I'm going to take a picture of myself with like a food or something funny with a letter board or whatever it is, I'll try to have the quotes ahead of time and try to take all the pictures in one day, right? Like today is super sunny. I might do a few pictures because there's great lighting. And so I'm able to you know, play around with the letter board, take some pictures or whatever it is that I, that I have planned. But usually um, what I do is I have like a notebook where I write ideas and then I cross them off as I take the picture or create the content. Like I've been using Canva a lot, which is mm -hmm. so phenomenal. <laughs> and the paid version of it is even like, uh, there's so much content that you can use and create like really cool graphics. Um, and so it's been helping me a lot because I can just sit down one day and create, you know, content for two weeks or um, a week. And so then that in turn helps me plan it out and I'm able to kind of like have a theme or um, kind of like relate everything in the week so that I'm able to do stories about it. And then also it helps me with leads. Like it's created so many leads for me that I did not have before when I wasn't posting intentionally. That's amazing. Leads and sales too. So you're, you're able to yeah. fill the slots. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. I just want to make sure I emphasize that the leads <laughs> work. Uh, yeah. And then other opportunities, right? So paid yeah. opportunities. Paid opportunities. Yes. Fantastic. And more than you had before? way more than I had before. <laughs> okay. Uh, congratulations. Like zero to now having actual leads and pay. <laughs> paid. I love the story because it's really showing how you're using it as a tool. And for those of you listening, I'm trying to fill in the gaps because I feel like when Delina and I talk, sometimes I forget what you listeners don't know. Yeah. Um, but beforehand, um, you know, Delina, like Delina did this in three months. This didn't take a year. Like Delina transformed and I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of what you've done. And I just, I want to break down a little bit of what you said for listeners who might've not caught everything. Yeah. Uh, Delina has an illustrator, meaning a designer help supplement some of the content. And then Delina is able to use Canva, a free tool, although there's a paid version. I can't remember how much mm -hmm. it is per month. Very affordable to it's design. Actually. It's super it? $12.95. Yeah. So, you know, $13 a month to be able to craft the, the content that's drawing, uh, that's attracting leads. And then Delina is able to make those leads that come to her clients and get paid opportunities. Um, so with that being said, I mean, I have people that will take like forever to actually delegate and get some help, or <laughs> they'll take, you know, maybe months and months to finally decide to plan content ahead. So what I love is that you've been able to create a process and more importantly than the process, you've been able to, get, to have a clear message and that message has been intentional and it's been in, impactful for your uh, followers. So that's really incredible. 
congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. And what would you say with, you know, us looking at your process and improvements and what you've been able to do, um, what's been some of the biggest challenges or, you know, something that's come up that's been easier than you anticipated in the process of you know, developing your message and increasing leads and becoming more visible? Um, I think that the easiest part for me was actually planning because a lot of the content was in my head. I just had never like sat down and actually um, put it to pen to paper and then created it. Um, but what about the, when it comes to the marketing piece? Is there anything that's been a big challenge with getting going through that hurdle since you went from lack of uh, planning to planning with a message that's gotten leads? So w with respect to that process. I don't think I it's it's been too, too difficult. I think I feel like that's probably been the easiest thing since working with you, um, I would say. But could be, I mean, you could kind of like hit a, a wall sometimes because you're like, what, what, what else can I talk about? <laughs> what else can I post? So that sometimes is very frustrating and difficult. But if you take like a few days to think and just kind of like relax, usually more content comes your way. But um, for me, I think that's probably been the easiest part. Just that's because it, yeah, the message. So then, yeah. So you <laughs> basically what you're saying is that marketing is easy. It has been for me. I can't say it is for everyone. <laughs> I don't want to say like, yes, I'm great at it. It's been so easy, but it has not been the most difficult part of this journey for me, for sure. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate you sharing that. And uh, all right. So you talked about creating content on Instagram. And then what about, you know, since you work for yourself, talk mm -hmm. to us about any time management struggle. What's that like? Um, I think for me, the biggest struggle was, um, kind of like finding that balance between my in-person practice in Philadelphia and then my virtual practice that I'm growing on Instagram and that like finding time to fit them both in has been a little bit of a, like a juggling act uh, I'm still working on how am I going to have enough hours <laughs> and still be a mom and, you know, do all the activities I need to do with the kids and then also, you know, be able to see clients at the times that they, you know, are available for virtual um, and then still manage my in-person uh, counseling. So that's been a juggling act. That's definitely, definitely been a little bit more difficult, but I feel like I'm getting the hang of it a little bit more now. And I'm trying to like definitely be more flexible with my time. Um, which before I was like, I, I, I don't want to, but now I'm like, okay, I, I really do need to do this if I want to make it work. So when you say do this um, to make it work, is there a tool you're using or is there any technique? Cause I mean, I, I'm not a mom yet, so I, I don't have that factor, <laughs> but within that's a lot to juggle, right? So the yeah. end person growing virtual. And then now that you've created this marketing beast of a platform, which is fantastic, it's managing that too. So like yeah. the continuing to feed the marketing tool and then manage the, the, the like in-person virtual and the kids. Yeah. So what has helped you stay sane, if anything, either before this grew or during the process? Yeah. So I use simple practice, uh -huh. which has been able to allow me to open up spaces on my calendar for virtual only. So if someone comes, you know, through Instagram and books a discovery call, they'll only see the times that I have open for them for virtual. So it's not conflicting with the times that I am seeing 
in-person clients or you know they could schedule in between those sessions but that has being able to like kind of set those times apart on my calendar um, and open up availability has really helped because it's you know it gives that it gives the client the ability to pick a time that works for them but it also gives me kind of the control to say hey I'm like this is the time I have available and then I know on my calendar that you know I'm available those those hours for you know sales calls or discovery calls um so it's not always in between when I'm seeing clients because that sometimes gets a little like draining (laughs) when you're doing like counseling and then you also are doing discovery calls um so I try to make them um on separate days or have separate hours and then of course I know ahead of time if my kids have any activities I block those times off so I'm available to be able to do that and for me with the work-life balance I just cannot work on weekends like weekends are the times for my family and so I block those days off completely. So then I'm able to, you know, have that work-life balance when I say like, you know what, I'm not, I'm not working on the weekends. And then I also use for social media, I do use plan. So plan does, it doesn't post for you, but I literally just have to click a button and post. And then I could like walk away from it if I really want to. So that helps with the social media part if I am posting on the weekends or on the weekday because it does um, kind of automate it in a way that's easier, if that makes um, sense. And did you use Plan in the past or is that a newer tool? I had Plan in the past. I can't say I was utilizing it correctly. Okay. We're working together. <laughs> and then, so just for those of you listening who don't know what Simple Practice is, it is an EMR, electronic medical record system. And so what Delina is doing, if I'm understanding this correctly, is she's using that as a time management organization tool. Like first there's the strategy and Delina is saying, I'm going to cancel this time to see sales calls, work on these slots, not work on these slots. And she's adding that into her EMR and then using that tool on her like link or when, you know, people want to talk to her for a sales call or booking an actual paid session as a part of the package. Is that, did I say that correctly? Correct. Correct. Okay. So you're using the EMR to help you manage time and look at your sessions and your sales calls. And then you're using plan, which is a, I think it's a very affordable, I can't remember how much it is per month, a pretty affordable tool where you can queue up your posts and you can also write captions inside there to manage the marketing piece, which is Instagram. Do you use a personal calendar, Gmail, like Google calendar for your- So I do have Gmail and the great thing about simple practice is that it connects. Mm-hmm. So everything that's on my simple practice transfers over to my Gmail account. So I'm able to see everything at once on both calendars and the same thing vice versa. So if I put something personal on my uh, Gmail account, it will translate over to my simple practice. So I'm not double booking myself. What did you do uh, as a per, uh, in-person practice? I know now you've expanded beyond brick and mortar, yeah. you have virtual and brick and mortar, but before you used simple practice, did you, what did you use or did you start with that from right off the bat? No. So when I was only doing pers- uh, in-person, I was using healthy for a uh-huh. while, but I transitioned to simple practice uh, the beginning of last year. So in January, I switched over to simple practice. 
but you were always using a tool as an I was EMR always using yeah, an EMR tool, yes. Okay. I can't stress enough how much <laughs> I recommend EMRs because it's such an all-in-one great communication platform for scheduling, for yes. payment and invoice. It's professional, it's HIPAA compliant. Yes. I personally like practice better. I recommend that. Can you tell us why you use Simple Practice? Yes, I use Simple Practice because in, in person, um, I do see clients through insurance. And so oh. I'm able to do all of my billing through Simple yep. Practice. And then they also have the HIPAA compliant video. So I'm able to have everything in one platform yeah. that just has made my life so much easier than trying to do to use different softwares to manage the virtual and to manage the in-person. And your virtual is self-pay, is that correct? Correct. And your goal is to go from taking insurance to expanding to self-pay and expanding from like telehealth from in-person. Is that correct? Correct. Amazing. <laughs> Can't wait to follow your journey and support all of that. Okay. So as we close out and I ask just a couple more questions, what has been your biggest fear around price increasing just in general, like anything that has to do with charging more or growing your business, because you've done tremendous work um, with expanding from in-person yeah. to virtual and from using, like creating a, a, you know, a tool to market globally. Yeah. So I think the biggest, my biggest fear was like, am I charging too much for what I'm offering? And I just remember always like talking to you about that, like, am I offering enough for this price? And I think that that was always like, I guess the big hurdle I had to go, go over because I had to realize like I am offering a good service and I am charging my worth right now. And also like talking to other RDs helped a lot um, and seeing like what they were offering and like also how much they're charging to realize like, yeah, we are worth it. I mean, we have the education. We, we have, we should be charging our worth. And um, I think that was the biggest hurdle I had to overcome. Like, yes, I am worth this amount. <laughs> and, and you overcame that through talking it out in various modalities, me and other dietitians. Is that correct? So that's how you overcame it is just talking. I mean, definitely talking about it, talking about it with you. And then also, you know, talking to other RDs. Cause I think we all feel that um, we all feel like we're not, we're, we're charging too much or maybe um, we're not offering enough services for what we are charging. And there's, again, there's that like very um, like secrecy around it, but being able to like having met so many other RDs through you that, you know, have worked with you, it's such an like open community. So it's, it's not a big deal to talk about it. And so you realize like, yeah, um, this is my worth. <laughs> That's amazing. And I think it's an important conversation. I want to facilitate that conversation and have us talk more about it. I know it's hard. It's hard mm -hmm. to talk about money and our worth and even like our revenue, but I will double down on that being important. So I'm glad that you are acknowledging that. What can we expect from you in the future or are there any other final notes you can leave us with today? Um, I definitely plan on expanding in the future. <laughs> Maybe having another RD working with me. But definitely just continuing to just truck along and send the message to all my fellow Latinas and just, you know, really, really trying to, you know, help as many as I can. Wonderful. And when you say expand and another dietitian, can you add that, is there any components or parameters about this person that would be important to you? Well, I would love if they could speak Spanish. 
because a lot of my counseling does happen in Spanglish. And so it's important that they, they're able to communicate with my, with my niche and my ideal client if they want to work under me because that, that's who I'm working with. I mean, not all Latinas speak Spanish and that's perfectly fine, but a lot of us do use that mix of Spanglish or some, some of my counseling is completely in Spanish. So yeah. I would need someone that can at least communicate. <laughs> yeah. and, and I love that. And I'm glad that we're able to insert that as we close out here, because I think that just supports how clear you are with who you're marketing and serving and how you can provide a higher quality service to them by giving them what, what they need. And I think that's just why and how you've been able to grow and offer so much value is because you stick with that and you're always going back to addressing the pain points and being clear and helping your ideal client and knowing who she is and what she wants and then providing that service to her, whether it's you or you're scaling and somebody under you is following your values and philosophy. And you might be listening and think, oh yeah, that makes sense. But I can tell you as a coach, not, not all of us are doing this. So really owning what you do and who you are and how you help the people that you help is truly important if you want to grow and make an impact. So thank you so much, Delina, for your time today and for inspiring all the listeners. And it's just been such a complete pleasure to work with you and see you grow and just continue to support your message. Thank you so much, Libby. Thank you for listening. The next step to continue pursuing your journey includes applying to my next group program. You can find that on my website under group coaching and apply. You can also grab my free workbook. Also listen on my website and go through the exercises so that you can get more clear with your marketing plan, which is going to help you get one step closer to creating the money and impact that you deserve.